0: here, and welcome to The Spark show, show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable digs. With Sparks, Sparks, you've got tiny wrists, Pike, Pike hates French toast, and your children, and you, the committee. Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member.
1: Let's rock.
0: That's what I'm talking about.
1: Hello, Sparks. How are you, sir? Uh, Good, you know. I woke up, and I would forgot that I burned myself badly last night on the oven,
0: so. Oh, no. didn't see that, but. No, hold oh, on. Yeah. Yeah, let me get a full shot. Let me see that. Oh, hold your arm up there. Oh, man. I see it.
1: The big it's mark. Like all the way down the. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's not like third degree, but, you know, it's painful. It's a degree. It's at least our
0: degree.
1: Yeah, it registered yeah. on the scale. Oh. I was reaching in the oven, which, you know, that increases your chance of getting burned pretty significantly. Yeah. And it was because of frozen pizza. You know, you throw it in there, and it kind of, like, slid off the what I was throwing. It, it went all the way to the back of the oven. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's Not too good. deep back there. I don't know. <laughs> is it is it bad? I'd probably cook the same. But in my head... I'm like, oh no, I like that thing to be right in the center. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. I start I start reaching in there, and the racks, of course, are super close. So I'm playing a little game of uh of operation. Operation, yeah. And then in the process of that thinking to myself, Well, this is risky, my arm on the door of the oven, like out of nowhere, the door is now a factor. Oh, yeah. Presses up against it, and that thing is because this is the oven is preheated now to 400 degrees oh wow, very hot wow so i went ah! and it is still red piping hot.
0: you run it under cold water you run it under cold water
1: yeah but you can't unburn a burn you know, yeah, my wife know. said that too and i was like yeah it probably it makes it feel better for a moment but it's not gonna fix it
0: no it doesn't fix it but it does does feel better for a moment you're right and you'll take that moment at that time you'll take that moment <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, I got a nice pack out. That really helps.
0: That does help, yeah. I'm sure that's what so. They say. Anyway, yeah. Well, good. I hope uh, I hope it heals, and I hope you lose your feeling in your arm there, because that you know what I mean. How many times do you put your arm down on something that it's either too hot on the in your car, you know, when the sun's burning it and everything? You put your yeah. ah, you put your, Ooh. you know. I hope I hope you lose all your feeling in that part of your arm, and then you're like that's invincible. A good point. You know. Yeah,
1: there are parts of my body I wish didn't feel.
0: Like your huh. soul. I well, understand. Yeah, exactly. Wish that Too no late. longer felt anything. Yes. That makes yeah. life a little easier. Yeah. Hey, well, welcome to the hey, show. Yeah, wow. uh, right there is non-financial advisor at Pike Taylor Radio. He's got a little bit of a red arm. He's been caught red-handed. Uh, you can follow him on all social media at Pie Taylor Radio. He is not a financial advisor, but he loves his himself some finances. I am at Sparks Radio. Also, not a financial advisor or a financial professional, just a fan of money and how to get some more of it. And this is a comedy finance podcast. And we like to think if it's one of a kind. We like to think it's never been done before because all these nerds that always talk money are boring and they suck. So. Bunch of losers. We don't. They're definitely winners. They definitely are winning at life more than we are. But uh, having as much fun? No. uh, You know, it's almost like winning the game of Monopoly. By the end of it, sure, you want to win. But are you having fun anymore? Right? It's in day three. There's only you and one other person left. There's hotels on every corner. And you're just going around and around exchanging cash. Right? I mean, that's what it is. It's not, (laughs) not fun anymore.
1: I don't know. I've never, I've never actually won that game. But well, then you're on the goes. right
0: podcast, Pike. You're on the right. That's right. Right show talking about <laughs> <laughs> talking about finances. Yeah, exactly. We got a special one today, man. I'm really looking forward to this one because this is we're going to be talking about something that some people, dude, they wholeheartedly invested. Like they just triple, quadruple down, and they go, this is my life now, and this is what I'm doing. And they just abandon all of societal norms, and they just roll deep. And I don't know why I'm prefacing it like you didn't read it because it's the goddamn title of today's episode. The 4% rule. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about the 4% rule. Pike, I'm not sure if you're aware of the 4% rule.
1: Are you? Not the rule. No, not, not a chance. No,
0: you're, you're aware of the percentage,
1: 4 Four percent. I've I've heard four percent. Okay, but it, in the context of some financial rule, I've got no idea.
0: All right, well, man, I cannot wait. Maybe after we're done talking about it, I'm going to get your take. Is Pike going to abandon his current life situation and start working towards the four percent rule, and then just uh you know subscribe as if this is his new religion, this is his new doctrine, this is it. Well, we'll see. All right.
1: I am kind of a sucker. So if you do a good job of convincing me, I'll probably do it. For I'll a,
0: do a couple great weeks. Great job. However, I am also going to talk about the, the pros and the cons of the 4% rule. I'm going to give it to you straight, bro. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and paint it in a perfect light. Right. Okay. Give right. it to me. Yeah. Well, not I, will, now. I will. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. In the middle of the show is really where we put it. <laughs> I'm familiar. Yeah. We'll wait till then. Mike understands how we format this stupid thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: But why don't you give me a little cue when it's time, and I'll I'll go give it to me again.
0: Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. How about uh, you know how we have Jesus approves on this? Jesus approves. Maybe we should. Uh I should just take that graphic and uh, make it uh, financial. Jesus approves. I'll put him in a little suit or something. That'd be fun. Oh
1: yeah, I like that. That's not blasphemous at all.
0: <laughs> well, what are we gonna do? The dollar llama? I still have to make that graphic instead of the dolly llama, who's the the dollar oh, llama? Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what was the bad thing? It was a financial. I wrote it down. It's here somewhere on one of these papers. Financial Fugazi. That's what it was. When something was a bad, was a bad thing. That's.
1: It's a Fugazi.
0: <laughs> That's like it. That. Yeah. All right. I got to make those graphics still. We'll we'll bust those out. So, yeah, we're going to get to the news that matters. We're going to get to the 4% rule. You're going to absolutely have your mind blown if you've never heard about the 4% rule. And then we'll talk in depth about the pros and cons. But first, Pike, let me ask you this. Okay. On average, how long do you wear a pair of underwear? Like how in your you not not like a day. I realize that you probably shower once a day, which is, you know, I would recommend. But once you get the underwear for Christmas or something, how long does it last you?
1: Oh, before you throw them away.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Quite some time. I want to say. I've tried to now at this point in my adult life, maybe. I would give it two years. Okay. That's probably, <laughs> that's, probably about right.
0: Yeah. I was hoping you were gonna start talking in years because I am right there with you,
1: dude. <laughs> oh, dude! There was a time where I was wearing, as an adult, this pair of boxers that I got from my girlfriend in eighth grade for Christmas. <laughs> I mean, they were, they were totally bottomed out. There was it was like I was wearing a freaking like little tablecloth. There was no support. <laughs> so I'm doing better
0: yeah like have you ever thought man if I get pants right now if I get pants the embarrassing thing wouldn't be my pants to pull it down the embarrassing thing would be the type of underwear I'm wearing right now. well
1: neither of those would be the embarrassing thing but
0: oh, <laughs> awful ass trash booty cheeks <laughs> why
1: oh I'm I was, it was a it was a small dick joke. Oh, it was a small dick. But okay. You're right. Dude. You're, the underwear is still on then. You're
0: right. The underwear is what people could. Yeah, dude. It would be like. God. I'm like a, a person from the waist up below. It's like, man. what were, were you trying to mummify your, you know, junk? What is, what's going on? It looks like a tattered. Were you entombed? It's, it looks like a flag that was waved during the Civil War. Like something was happening. <laughs> You have a moth infestation in your pants. It's just, it's all bad, dude. I was just looking at through my underwear this morning and I'm looking around. I'm like, what happened? What happened to my underwear? Was there an acid spill in the drawer? Yeah. (laughs) Do my balls leak acid? I don't understand what's going on here.
1: You got the little holes forming where your testes would rest. (laughs)
0: Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. Hey, but you know what? I wear boxer briefs and sometimes they ride up. So you got to take them and you got to pull them down, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that's the first to go. It's the elastic band around my thighs. I must have really fat thighs because as I push them down, yeah. that rips, right? It like tears. And I'm like, oh, so it begins. So what are you at? Are you in years too? I must be. I must be. In order for the friction of my nads to wear a hole in a piece of clothing, like that, is gotta take years. It's like How geologists often you shaving their balls. Well, yeah, even then, I don't know, dude. It's like, it's just the friction. Uh, it's the skin on fabric, dude. Honestly, geologists should study this erosion. Like, there, I get it. You're studying rivers, and you're like, oh, these rocks are a million years old. You should study the rate head witch underwear erodes on a ball sack because it is frighteningly fast. I can't, I can't believe it.
1: It feels more important than the rivers. We've <laughs> been doing that the whole time. And where has that got us? Do something useful.
0: Yeah, study these rocks because there is. <laughs> There's an epidemic in male underwear erosion. I don't know what to do. (laughs) Dude, I swear to God, my underwear is older than most of my shoes I wear. It's just... Oh, same.
1: I don't know how old your shoes are, but my shoes don't last long.
0: No, not at all. It's crazy, crazy. All right, there it is. I'm done. I'm finished.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, well, let me ask you this: If you had prosthetic legs, both of them, mm-hmm. do you think you would take those off before having sex, or would you leave them on?
0: No, they're coming off.
1: Really? Now I'm not. How about not in like a married sex situation, like a one-nighter? So like you still have. Her judgment <laughs> <laughs> to be determined. I no, guess.
0: what you mean is, I still have her expectations, is what you're saying. Because, uh, yes, oh, they, <laughs> once you're married, they understand yeah. what's happening. They understand they're, the they're coming
1: level. off. If you're married,
0: yeah. yeah. The level of performance has been established greatly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're well aware of what the caliber of, uh, <laughs> yes. Of a love there session
1: are, they're about to have.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there are there
1: are no surprises.
0: None. So let me uh let me ask you that. Uh there are no legs. I'm going with no legs still. I'm going with no legs. Hey, look, I'm tall enough. I'm usually on my knees. I mean, if you're changing up positions, unless I'm standing next to the bed or you know I mean, you gotta think, what am I using my legs for? What's going on here? Yeah.
1: Well, obviously that position is out the window if you're gonna go no legs if you're going sans prosthetics
0: what am i is it am i from the kneecaps down
1: or am i going yeah for... picturing like maybe right above the knee even
0: yeah so you luckily got... i'm tall enough dude like i'm mostly legs does that make sense yeah yeah so you think you can still hit it doggy without legs <laughs> i do i do you do think that? yeah yeah well, because I'm not I'm I'm not standing up doing talking yeah, stuff. I know. You know? Hey, listen, I'm I not know trying to how the, the sex
1: goes. Okay. You don't need to explain to me.
0: <laughs> Pike, I don't know how you do it. I mean, I don't know if you're standing up
1: <laughs> in like a cra- like
0: an athletic crouch. In, in bed, yeah, exactly. I don't know if you look like <laughs> Pudge Rodriguez back there. I'm not sure what's what's happening. <laughs> in a way. Yeah, take my legs well, off. Okay. Take my legs off. Right, I don't but, care.
1: But I'm just saying that's like an embarrassing probably minute or however long it takes to detach. And I don't know if you got like a... You just throwing them to the side?
0: Or is there like a case you put them in? Like Dude, this is all stuff I, that needs to happen. If I'm, if I'm about to do that with someone who I am unfamiliar with. I'm throwing everything off to the side. You kidding me? I'm like, I'm like a man whose clothes are on fire. There's no there's just <laughs> You know? It's like I'm running into the ocean. Yeah, like a madman who's lost his mind. I'm just, clothes are just being shredded off my body. Doesn't matter. Throwing prosthetic limbs? Absolutely. I don't care. All right. And by the way, it's I not like it. or, you know, if you Lose your legs? It's nothing to be embarrassed about. Absolutely you, not. I don't. No, you got your I, hands, I, dude. Trust me. These are what yeah. matters. This, this is what really matters in life. Don't get me wrong. I will. I want my legs. I love my legs, and I don't want to get rid of them. But if I did, you got to look on the bright side. I still have my hands. Okay. You lose both arms. Now I'm feeling bad for you.
1: What? We went to this baseball game, the spring training game on Saturday, and the one of the like attendants, you know, the old guys that are kind of like just telling people where to sit, he had no legs. And I, I don't mean prosthetic legs. I mean there were no sign of legs. Like he was just propped in a wheelchair. That's and sad. that that it was super sad. And I had to ask him a question and it's like, "God, you're it's all you're thinking about." Obviously. How could you not? But I'm like, I Talk to this guy the exact same way you would talk to anybody else. Well, yeah, I think I did okay. Well, I know that's what I'm saying, but you you still have to have that conversation in your head. I don't have that conversation in my head. I don't. Okay, but you're still thinking about it. No, you see that guy, and you don't like. It doesn't take you a minute to go. Oh, yeah, he doesn't have any legs, does he? No, (laughs) you see him, and immediately think. Number one, this is a guy with no legs. (laughs) Yeah. then you go on to realize other things about
0: it. Yeah, but I'm not sitting there going, "Huh, i got to treat this guy differently. All right, got to make <laughs> sure. You know who I do that to is people with lazy eyes. Lazy eye people, it's hard. It's real hard to have a conversation with someone. I stare right in the forehead. That's what I do. I look yeah. right in the middle of their dome because I don't know which eye is the wandering one. <clears throat> I can't tell if they're not paying attention to me or if they're like looking around I'm like, yeah, yeah, you gotta go over there. Or they're like looking right at me. I'm out. Like, is, this, is this person intentionally making eye contact? Or is that the lazy, you know? I don't know. I stare right at their forehead. Yeah. And I always have to tell myself, stare at the forehead. But if you got no legs, I don't give a shit. I'm just like, dude, where's C29? Because that's my seat. Where are we going here? I don't get, I don't care. <laughs> okay. Well, you're
1: you're you think about shit less than I do.
0: What what I'm role are you in? I'm an L. L. Spell the word legs with L. L. As in legs. <laughs> L. As in legs.
1: <laughs> L. Twenty five. L. Two as in two legs. Five as in well, just a traditional five.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just a traditional. Boy, did you uh, travel far? You're like, boy, nah, it was well during the first leg of the journey, it was pretty <laughs> tricky. During the second leg of the journey, I really did miss the first leg. Ah, <clears throat> um uh, Well, that's no. nice.
1: Glad you made it here.
0: <clears throat> yeah, thank you. I was uh <sighs> watching a basketball game, let me just say they were breaking ankles there with some of these crossovers. It was amazing.
1: Oh. Oh, interesting. Interesting. You're also
0: a fan of baseball then,
1: it appears?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why? Because everything is measured in feet in baseball. Which Mm -hmm. I'm a fan of. Big fan of feet. It's imperial system.
1: I I like when they throw a good curveball and it makes the uh, batter's knees buckle.
0: Oh, god. Yeah. That's my favorite. That is that is really really great, you know. And I, I In love fact, how, I just like having knees. Yeah, I'm a big fan, but everything in baseball just involves either running or walks or home runs.
1: Owie, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this.
0: What if that guy's listening? People with no legs cannot listen to podcasts. We all know that, Pike. Thank you very (laughs) much. All right, well, hey, if you uh, are not offended by no leg jokes, well then, look, that guy's just perfectly fine. He's probably got some prosthetics at home and just wanted to wheel around for the good parking spot. So there you have it. Uh, yeah, you got nothing wrong. Thanks for being here, the financial podcast. <laughs> We're gonna get to He's it. An em- <laughs> He's an employee.
1: It's <laughs> decent parking. He wanted a handicap spot. What? I'm telling you, I don't know what the prosthetics would look like because there was no. It was like where his T-shirt ended was where he ended.
0: Oh, that's even worse. Okay, never mind. Uh I thought he just had like some. Nubs dumb. I thought he had like a Lieutenant Dan, you know, like one of those. No, he wasn't. There was no
1: nothing to sit on. He was, there's no other way to describe ah. it than he was plopped
0: on a chair. Ah. He's like yeah, pir- pirate ship amputee, you know, like one of those guys. He's swabbing the deck kind of thing. Yeah, well, without the wooden peg legs either. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Now I feel bad. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, you, if you got enough I, of a leg. Yeah. If you got enough of a leg. You're fine. Like you're. The jokes can flow, but less and less jokes can start flowing once it gets up to your waistline. Yeah. Well, then you got to wonder, like, how,
1: how are you even alive. You know, like that's that's a medical miracle, really. Because I, you got a lot of like intestines and things that are kind of crossing over into that region. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. You, so you just stuff them all up? Does he have... Now I'm wondering if he has a penis even.
0: Hey, you know what? As much as you're stuff them all up there, thank God Pike <laughs> is not a doctor. Um... <laughs> Uh, logic, which makes sense. But yeah, that's a normal thought. Now I understand why you're like, okay. I need yeah. to approach this. I, I
1: do not ask him about whether or not they stuffed him up there or not.
0: Sir, do the doctors treat you like a sleeping bag the morning after where you're just trying to pack that shit in and get home? <laughs> Oh, no. All right. We got to get off this subject, man. Yes. Let's walk away from what we're talking about here. All right. (laughs) Hit the subscribe button. Thank you so much for being here. Love it. If you uh, are the first time listening or watching this show, youtube.com slash sparks radio, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. That is a huge thing. Drop a comment if you could. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, we absolutely love the reviews. Give us five stars and then write whatever you want as a review and we'll read it back here on the show. So shout out to everyone giving comments and reviews over there on Apple Podcasts. You'll find the link in the show description. All right, there you have it. Today is about the 4% rule. And, <clears throat> Pike, are you ready? We're, we're jumping into it, my friend.
1: Oh, um,
0: give it to me. All right, here we go. I forgot about that part. The 4% rule and how you can quit your job with it. And you're like, whoa, 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 okay. whoa, what? Quit my job. Here's how it works. Interested. And the 4% rule is, a, it's, it's not something set in stone. So when I talk about the 4% rule, don't think that, oh, I have to get 4% and then I'll be all right. I'll be fine for the rest of my life. It's not set in stone. It's quick math. To kind of give you a little bit of a framework on how to retire okay so this is something that the fire community uses a lot fire community stands for financial independence retire early if that makes any sense it does yeah. all right so what they do is they met i think meant, uh, meant firefighters oh yeah no they have pensions
1: yeah they retire early as well they but do not because of the four percent yeah no because of lung cancer but, uh, it's true. Tell us how you really
0: feel. Jesus. No, one of my best friends is a firefighter. He's like, yeah, yeah, 55. They don't want you going really past that age. Uh, cause it significantly increases your chances of lung cancer. Cause you're dealing with smoke all the time. You're dealing with all these carcinogens yeah. and it's getting better though. Cause yeah. they're, they, you know, people are aware of it now more so than, before the equipment's better yeah yeah
1: the, yeah my dad my dad was a firefighter is he retired he is yeah yeah is he over
0: 55
1: yeah, he is he's 60
0: even 60 and retired see that's not a bad life that's cool firefighting is awesome it's a badass job you're out by 55 dude you're sounds good to me man Oh, it's
1: it's a hell of a gig. I mean, we can go into detail about how you know they work twenty four hour shifts, and most of which you're like watching TV or taking naps. Yeah, you have to get up all throughout the night to go help a overweight lady get out of the bathtub. Yes, or walk into a burning building. You never know.
0: Never. It but, really ranges. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah,
1: but the twenty four hour like you only work in three days out of nine. The rest of the time you're just at home. I mean, I know there are
0: some perks. Definitely some perks. My buddy work. I don't know how it how he does it now, but it used to be yeah, 24 on, 48 off. So every one day you work, you get two days off, and then every third rotation of that, you get five days off. Oh yeah, my dad had the four day. Call it call it the four day. The whole four. Day. So if you.
1: Well, think about it, you get this vacation time, all you have to do is take like two days off, and now suddenly you've got nine days off because of how it's built already. I mean, like he didn't work in the summer <laughs> once he got to be a senior member. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was insane.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, definitely some perks there. Also, mm-hmm. some cons because, you know, the danger situation here. Of course. A lot of inherent risk. Uh, The 4% rule, not as dangerous, and I'll go over what that means here. Uh, What am I talking about? Here's how it works, okay? Here's the basic sense of the 4% rule. So what some really smart people have done is they looked at the average of the US domestic market, stock market, right? So when you're looking at over the course of 100 whatever years of the US stock market, What has happened, including the crashes, including bear markets and bull markets and everything, just on average factor everything, what happens is there is an 8% growth year after year. So they just looked at it. They're like, okay, so this thing is constantly growing at 8% on average. And of course, average isn't set in stone. That's not, you know, if I say, hey, Pike, the average 35 year old makes $200,000 a year. You're going to be like, wow, I feel like a piece of shit. If you don't make $200,000 a year, or if you make $200 million a year and you're 35 years old, you're gonna be like, wow, what are all these poor assholes doing, you know, that kind of thing. But it's an average because you have, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, who I think at the age of 35 was a billionaire. And then you have, right, you know, Me at the age of 35 in his parents' basement. So you have like, you know, the average. I like how I'm explaining averages to you. Like you don't already know. So the average (laughs) year after year is 8%. So what you do is if you invest into the entire stock market, not individual stocks, if you invest in the entire stock market, your money theoretically should also grow 8% year over year. Okay, So this is why we start getting into index funds. We start talking about index funds and VTI and VTSAX and that kind of stuff, uh, which is the tickers for Vanguard Total Stock Market Index. So what you end up having is 8% grow year after year. So where does the 4% come in? Well, if you got all this money in the market, there's like three things you can do with it. You can leave it in the market and let your money grow. You can pull the whole thing out, take all the money and run, or you can just take out a portion of that money you have in the market. And that third option is where the 4% rule comes in. Because if the market's growing at 8% on average, and then if you were to cut that rate in half, 4%, right? Half of eight is four, and you take out 4% Every single year, your money will automatically regenerate. You won't have to put a single cent back into the market if you just skim off the top 4%. Does that make sense? That 4% yeah. that you've left will then regenerate back to the 8%. You just keep you keep cutting the cream off the top, right? You just keep skimming.
1: Yeah. So let's say you put $100 in. Uh, after a year, let's say it goes up 8%. You got $108. So you're going to take $4 out of that. Okay. And then after another year, it's going up another 8%, which would be what? Something like 113 you know, thirteen or something.
0: Yeah, it's hard for me to do math, but yes. Yeah, Well, yeah, yeah.
1: Nobody, nobody here was going to give me 8% of 104 off the top of their head, but I assume <laughs> it's a little more than 8 from the
0: previous equation. Right, but you are just skimming off the top. Exactly. So yeah, your just money just the, yeah. keeps regenerating. Essentially, you're living off the interest, right? It's not really interest. It's market uh, gains and that kind of stuff, but you're essentially yeah, living look. off what's going on. So, so now you got a fresh $4. Yeah. Hell yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, yes. So it's constantly coming back. It's like a haircut or Pike's ringworm from when he was a wrestler. It's just once you're done with it, you got another case and it's right back. And you're just you're always taking care of no, it. Right? You're mistaking my early
1: incorrect diagnosis of herpes. Okay. <laughs> that comes back. Turns out it was ringworm, which, thank God, is a fungus, which does go away, if treated properly. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. Well, there you go. All right. So, uh, it, yeah, it just keeps coming back. So the idea I thought of was a little bit different. So, all right, you've calculated your monthly expenses, right? How much does it cost to be you a month, right? So always always goes back to your budget. That's why your budget sure. is super important. So it always comes back. So you've calculated your monthly living expenses. Pike, it costs you $3,333 a month to live as Pike, as you. Okay? Yeah. For example, this means that it costs you $40,000 a year to live. Now we're talking post tax, obviously. $40,000 to live at the current rate you are living if you have a monthly expense of 3,333. So, and I'm doing this with really easy numbers because again, I'm horrible at math. So what you do is, as soon as you can can live on $3,333 a month and go, this is my life now, once you save, million, you can live off of your 40 grand a year, which means if you have a million dollars in the market invested, then you can take out your 4%, which is your 40 grand a year. Did this make sense? Oh, yeah. Okay, Okay. so if you have a million dollars in the market, it's always gonna regenerate 80 grand every single year. It's gonna regenerate $80,000. You take your 40 from that 80, By the time the next year rolls around, another 40 would have regenerated. And then you take that and you just keep skimming it off the top. So that's so interesting because I never thought about like
1: everyone's like, oh, how much money do you need to retire? And they say like a million dollars. I'm like, God, even that though, if you plan to live another 20 years, I'm like doing the math. I'm like, that's not a ton of money, but you never consider, or I didn't anyway that the money's regrowing.
0: The money is gonna contesting. be constantly, or hopefully the money's constantly growing in the market as well. So you're keeping right. up with inflation. To, uh, theoretically, you're keeping up with inflation. This is all theoretical, right? So you're keeping up with inflation. It's regenerating. Yeah. Um, it, the only Now we'll dive into the pros and cons of it. So you, you got your 40 grand a year. Your current living expense is $3,333. You get a million bucks in the market you have chucked deuces at your job and you are good for the rest of your life some people pike now going back yeah. into you know financial jesus or the Jesus the financial uh the dollar llama you know what i mean like they are going to subscribe to this four percent rule and then walk and then do it so essentially they're just doing the rat race until they hit a million Right, They're living frugally. They're trying everything in their damn power. This is what the FIRE community is all about. I got to make more money and I got to lower my living expense. And keep in mind, this is $3,333. I'm going to talk about the pros on how you can lower that to get to your, what they call FI number, your financial independent number, or your FIRE number Mm -hmm. to fucking bounce your job and go live scot-free for the rest of your life. Once you hit that number, you're good to go theoretically damn. so here we go let's talk about the pros and the cons who do you want to start with you want to start let's start with the drawbacks here okay it sounds really easy to do the four percent rule and again it's just a framework but it's a, it's more complicated than that you're gonna have to ask yourself some questions like um is this the way i'm gonna live for the rest of my life right because you're calculating this whole thing based on your current living situation Okay. Yep. You're you're living on three thousand three hundred thirty three dollars a month. Now, what are you going to be living on in the future? Do you want kids? Do you want to be married? Do you want to buy a house? Do you want to have goal, financial goals? Do you want to do all this kind of stuff? If you're single, no kids, no dog, living in an apartment, and you're like, no, no, I'm happy. This is me for the rest of my life. I'm not going to have kids. I'm going to be, then this number kind of works. But if you think that you're gonna have kids, and you're gonna have to save for a college for them, and you're gonna have to do all this shit, well then that number's probably gonna increase.
1: Yeah, I, you, that's a good point. But are good. people, I mean, if you can save for your kid's college, great, but like, how many people went to college and said, oh, I don't have to pay for this because my parents saved?
0: I agree, I fucking didn't. I always think that the, the, I mean, my parents helped me out with some college, but 90-some right. percent of my college was student loans, which I was paying <laughs> uh, for the preceding like 12 years. And don't get me wrong, exactly. that's not great. You're burdening yourself with debt and all that kind of stuff. But I do feel like, dude, I mean, come on. Kids, they're not kids. This is, how, this is now, they're now becoming adults. They have to have some kind of financial stake in their education or else they're gonna take it for granted just like everyone takes high school for granted and all that shit you know what i mean where oh it's oh, just yeah. school it's free it's whatever no yeah. once you start paying yeah. for those classes you start taking them a little more seriously absolutely
1: i don't want them to go to oh yeah my parents are paying for this so well i'm gonna go party at college and fuck around for a few years and decide i, I don't want to do any of this totally well then agree. well congrats the way to save your whole life so your kid can go Join Rima Timafai <laughs> and, and take a few beer bongs.
0: I know, <laughs> sleeping through every class in the mo- every it's an 8am it but <laughs> still throwing up from the night before. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. you know it's 20 years ago. you were pinching every penny, slaving away at a two jobs. You're like, I gotta get my kid to college. Your oh. <laughs> <laughs> kid doesn't even exist yet, and you're you're sitting there miserable in life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so this kid can piss it away. Yeah, thanks a lot. Fucking Derek, piece of shit, son. Fucking asshole. God damn it. God damn trash bag. Can't believe I raised such a trash human. Uh, look, so you got your living situation. What is it going to be in the future? That kind of shit. Um, you also have, what do I do if the market crashes? Right, so the markets, they go up, they go down obviously you have some large anomalies and by that i mean crashes that uh that do take place 2008 great recession you had the great depression you have uh there's been a there was a crash in the 90s crash in the 80s crash in the 70s there's always a crash It's just it's how it happens right they call it a a market correction so what do you do in that situation well for every market correction, there's usually a bull run. There's usually, uh, you know, record highs in the market. What I think is a smart play would be instead of just taking 4% and having more money left over. What you could do is you could take that money. You can take out your 40 grand and live off that. You can keep uh a portion of your four percent because if if the market's going up your four percent is worth more than 40 grand does that make sense yeah so right. you keep taking out that four percent and you put that into high yield savings account you can uh you know what i mean so that way you start getting a little bit of a of an emergency fund built up and that way when the markets do crash you can now live off of your savings that you have in your high yield savings account so during bull runs, you take advantage, you, pack, uh, you you pocket the cash. And then during uh, bear runs or market corrections, you start living off your savings. So there is ways to kind of cushion yourself, insulate yourself from market crashes and market corrections, which is a, a pretty cool thing, I think. Uh, what happens if I run out of money? You gotta ask that. What if I go crazy on spending? What if something happens and I start spending a lot of money? Taxes. I gotta pay taxes on all this, right? Cause these are probably on taxable accounts. These aren't in Roth IRAs. These aren't in 401Ks or, uh, you know, SEP IRAs, that kind of stuff. Healthcare, what am I gonna do for healthcare? Um, Do I really wanna live in a world where I'm constantly pitching every penny? Where I'm like, oh no. I got 40 grand to live off of. Is this what I wanna do? Should I get that beer? Should I not? Do I want to pay tickets for the ball game? Do I not? Christmas is at the end of the year. I don't want to ask those questions. Yeah. What am I doing here? Mm. That kind of thing. So you got to think about that. You know, is that the kind of, is that the kind of mindset that you want? However, there are a bunch of pros to the 4% rule, in my opinion, living like this, right? So the market goes up. Your living expenses are set in stone, right? You understand how much it costs to be you. So, like I said, market goes up, you take that cash, you take it while it's there, you got it. Boom, throw that shit in a high savings account. You don't have to worry about it. Uh, What happens if I lose my job? Dude, if you're young, you can always go back to work. You can always find a job and go get some job and go get an income, right?
1: There's, you uh, might want to anyway, just for surely something to do. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah, dude. Seriously, some people they do this and then they find themselves becoming a bit of a hermit. And they find themselves going, ah, I kind of like social interaction. I kind of, you know, we're social creatures. We're humans, you know? So what you end up doing is there's different types of fire. Okay. So there's there's like lean fire, they call it lean fire, which is kind of what we're talking about where you're like you have to find out how much money it costs you to survive and then you dip you bounce right Mm -hmm. then there's fat fire where it's like you're fucking cushioned bro you're just looking at tax advantaged everything how do i lower my income taxes because i have so much cash flying in that i can just (laughs) oh i can retire now no problem (laughs) and my biggest concern is capital gains taxes, you know, like this kind of shit where you're like, Oh no, that's called fat fire. Then they have other things like barista fire, which I've heard about where that's like, Hey man, I just need a couple extra bucks. Plus I like talking to people and Starbucks gives you healthcare so I can work part time at Starbucks and not worry how I'm not worried financially. But I'm in it for the social interaction. I'm in it for the health care. Does that make sense? Exactly. Yeah. Like to me, my version of that would be like just to work at a golf course,
1: just to be the the fucking guy having the time of his life. Does he gets paid ten bucks an hour?
0: Doesn't even care. He's just loving
1: it. Yeah.
0: It's like the old guys that are just out there to. Hey man, I'm out here to get some fresh air, enjoy the sun, watch some guys hit the links. Uh, yeah. I, I I'm right there with you. That that sounds awesome. That sounds great. And you're not oh, yeah. stressed about money because your money is just constantly rolling in. It's doing its thing, right? So that's a, that's a pretty cool pro in my opinion. And then there's other different ways to think about your money. So you don't have to just save a million dollars because there's other factors. Like if you already have an IRA, then you're gonna be able to tap into that money at retirement age, right? Or Roth, you already have that money set aside. So that's good on you, right? or if you are gonna be approaching uh, retirement age, you're gonna, as of now, you, could, you still have social security that you can factor in. You still have Medicare and Medicaid that you're gonna be entitled to once you're of age, right? So yeah. you don't have to worry about healthcare after that or paying for health insurance. You have the Affordable Care Act that uh, was passed in 2008 that's still around, that a lot of people in this movement, the four, the fire and the 4% rule and all that shit, they took advantage of that because they can get health insurance for the first time when they are too too young for Medicaid and they have too much money in assets. But now they can buy money and they can buy insurance from the marketplace. So there's ways to get around this. And then you have other people who say, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna go travel. And they, they do the geo-arbitrage thing, right? They live in different countries where it's a lot cheaper. The health insurance is you know the united states is really the only country where health care it's the most expensive health care system in the world no other place it costs this much money to get so shitty of health care uh, it's Yikes. just yeah it's we're doing it backwards whether you think we should have universal health care or not the uh life expectancy has dropped in the united states over like the last decade. We're actually dying earlier and we're paying more money for it. So it doesn't make sense. The way we're doing it doesn't make sense. Whether you think it should change uh, in terms of like free healthcare, universal healthcare, single payer, blah, 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 blah. It needs to change one way or another. It needs to change because the way we're doing it is the most inefficient way. We are all paying stupid amounts of money and we're all dying earlier, so it doesn't make any sense what we're doing. So we'll see what happens here with healthcare. Um, you know, uh, the there's like nineteen different factors that all play into it. Yeah, I believe that. You know, why does it? Cost? It's not just. There's not just right. Three thousand dollars for a band aid in a hospital. You know, like it doesn't doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, like hospital. There's no, every hospital can charge differently. Insurance companies charge that, like that guy you met at the baseball stadium, arm and a leg. Uh, And then you have people without health insurance going into the emergency room and then just dip on the bill and they're sticking that bill for everybody else insured. You know, they're having to cover the price. So there has to have, something's gotta give, man, because it's stupid. Wait till you have a kid, Pike. Until you have a baby yeah. here in the United States. The cost of that, is is—is it high, would you say? I'm not even talking about, yes. I mean, the cost of it is high, but it depends on your insurance and all that. But it also, you you will not know how much it costs to have a kid. You know how weird that is? To go into something not knowing, how what is this going to cost me? Right. It, it, you got
1: to do it. it. You can't go like, um... No, I, I, I'm i I'm actually good. Thank you, though. Yeah.
0: It's like you need a car, and you walk into a dealership, and they hand you one, and you're like, cool. And they're like, yeah, and here's the bill. And by the way, you gotta take it. You're like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> hey. What is this? What are we doing here? Can you tell me how much Wait, things was- cost? Like, hey, this is how much it costs for the uh, anesthesia. This is how much it costs for the... Wiping the baby down, changing the baby's diaper, the constant round-the-clock care, the coming in and monitoring heart rate, and blah, blah, blah. C-section. Every other country can break this shit down into an itemized list. But we can't. Dude, Mitch Hetberg had that joke about getting a receipt for a donut. You know, the stand comedian Mitch Hetberg. I
1: know. Yeah, I'm familiar. I haven't yeah. heard that joke.
0: No, oh, yeah. He talks, he makes, he's making fun of a guy going, oh, you want a receipt for a donut? We get a receipt for a donut, but not for a birth of a child, like a super expensive event. So, I don't know. I'm going on a tangent, but there you go. There's the 4% rule. What do you think, Pike? What do you? How do you feel about it? What do you think here? Are you changing your ways? Well, once again, you know, you got me. You got me excited about
1: something. I think it seems like a very manageable... Uh, attainable financial goal yeah or ta- task i suppose so yeah yeah i think i might uh might these are all I'm, i've taken all your ideas i'm just kind of pooling them i'm sitting with them for a little bit and then i'm gonna i'm gonna attack
0: you're gonna, gonna, attack. You're gonna pounce. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah i uh you're, you're giving me the tools i'm going to war
0: <laughs> yeah there you go I love
1: it, dude. my finances
0: I, I love the four percent rule again it it all depends on your situation these are just arbitrary numbers these are numbers we're just pulling out as an example maybe you're maybe you need like 2.5 million in order to pull out you know I don't know what that would be that would be what's what's ten what's four percent of 2.5 million? Oh God! I was just trying to do it in my brain. Jesus. Two million five hundred thousand times 0.04. One hundred thousand dollars. So <clears throat> maybe you maybe you want to live off a of hundred thousand dollars a year, post tax. You know? Do I? Then yeah. you need to save That's- two and a half million bucks. Easy. Which by the way sounds like a lot of money, but over, you know, thirty years or something, if you can save that or if you can expedite that by cutting down your living expenses. Right. If you're married, you know, you got think you got another income, your wife could work, you're now doubling that. You know what I mean? So you can it starts speeding up faster. And there's ways around it. But anyway, there you go. I uh Okay. Are you thinking about leaving the country and just Geo arbitrage. You mentioned.
1: Yeah, you mentioned that. And that was the most exciting
0: prospect. So maybe go live in Thailand for a few months, then go live in Vietnam and then jump over to Costa Rica (laughs) and then. uh, Hey, Pike, where are you? Oh, I'm down here in the DR, baby. You're in the Dominican Republic. Hell yeah. It's cheap as fuck, bro. Beans, rice, platanos. Oh. I could
1: raft over to Cuba, not far from me.
0: Raft over to Cuba for their cheap ass health care, but very, very limited freedoms. But yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Uh, Okay. Pros and cons. Pros and cons. Everywhere. Yeah. There you go. Oh, Stefano is here. He says to the Maldives, East Africa. (laughs) He's laughing. (laughs) East Africa.
1: (laughs) Sorry about that.
0: I haven't looked at a map lately. Yeah, they're hard to find on the map. They're very small. Uh, All right, well, there you go. There's the 4% rule. Check it out. See what you think. Mull it over. Let's get to the news that matters, shall we? Okay. Yes,
1: this is the
0: news that matters. Yes, this is the news that
1: matters. Holy shit. So this woman, this is in Florida. She goes missing for three weeks. Okay, the last person who saw her was her boyfriend. They were swimming together in a canal down in Miami. She's not found for three weeks. She's dead, right? Like you're you're planning her funeral. You're going out saying, Oh, we still have hope. But you know she's dead. Dude, three weeks dead. Yeah. Yeah. She's dead, not just running dead. around. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, <laughs> plot twist, woman's still alive. They found her. You never believe where in a storm drain, underneath the street, living down there like the Ninja Turtles. Get out of here, what?! Swear to God, she somehow, while swimming in these canals, found a tunnel, and she was like, huh, huh, what's this? So she goes in there, and then she finds another little tunnel, and she goes, huh, what's this? And fast forward like to 10 different, huh, what's, what's this? She's now found herself in the sewer, basically. <laughs> no way to get you out.
0: You idiot! So she's yeah. lost, uh, like, a maze in a sewer? Yep.
1: Yep. Just kept going down tunnels, which I can't imagine even going into the first oh, one. Oh,
0: God! Yeah! How terrible! Oh, dude! First of all, yeah. it just tells me that you're swimming in a shit-filled canal. Like, you're just swimming in yep. shit canal. Like, essentially, it should be called colon canal, because that's what you are in. And now
1: you're taking left turns farther up someone's ass. So, she, yeah, she's up in the ass, essentially, for 20 days until she saw some light. She's just walking around these tunnels, finally sees some daylight, goes towards it, and she can see the street. She can see little people walking by. So she starts screaming. Somebody found her. And said, oh my God, are you okay? And she's like, yes, but just for God's sake, call the police. So they come and rescue her after three weeks. So you know, like, you don't just live for three weeks without drinking water. So she's been drinking water, and you know exactly the water she was drinking. It's mixed with shit, and oh. it's mixed with pips. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. But amazing. It's a miracle.
0: Three weeks. Three weeks. How did she go over three weeks without food?
1: That's she was eating something.
0: Oh, get get out of here! She's not just chomping on someone. Well, she didn't she didn't reveal that
1: information like in the, her exit interview from the sewer. But I'm sure she'll let us know eventually.
0: Was she just wandering around down there for three weeks, or did she
1: stay in a spot for three weeks? It said she was wandering and then finally found daylight i'm like uh no i would f- pretty sure i would find something before then right don't you three feel weeks? confident you-
0: yeah Come yeah on. i'm pretty sure that was like dude that's like lewis and clark made it to the ocean in three weeks and they left from st <laughs> louis or whatever are you kidding me
1: yeah yeah how do you not find something
0: i don't this woman uh a lot of questions. This woman's an idiot. I mean, there's yeah. no way around it. A lucky right. moron. That's this lady. Yes. Shit eating lucky moron.
1: <laughs> she went down there for the shit, I bet. <laughs> she saw the tunnel. I bet I could, f- oh, I could find God. some
0: shit in here. <laughs> shit and die she's like i tried it doesn't (laughs) work (laughs) wow unbelievable
1: dude well that's my tale for today
0: wow this lady lives in a sewer there's no way she's not getting out you know from now on, she's a sewer lady, right? I mean, there's no way around it. Oh, mommy, look, look, what, what? That's the sewer lady. You know, like these kids in the grocery store that here. I mean, you're never shaking her hand again, right? There's no way. Oh, the boyfriend
1: not going to touch her again? No. Not
0: going to kiss her? Oh, no way. Shit mouth. Yeah, get that shit-eating grin off your face.
1: Oh, honey, you still have some poop in your teeth. Here, let me get it.
0: Disgusting. Good lord. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would eat shit if it had, if I had to, to survive. I think we all would, right? We're not above that. I would have to be knowing
1: I was minutes away from death.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not if saying I didn't you know. I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Uh, obviously, I'm saying I would have to be minutes away from death too. Yeah. But I'm saying. You're not saying. The-
1: <laughs> The first day, it's, well, it's dinner time. Gotta eat something.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've been waiting for this for a very long time. Good thing I always eat a Thanksgiving dinner before I go swimming in a canal.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, gross.
0: I love bringing my own leftovers. No, of course. I would be minutes away from death. And I'm like, oh, no, let's come to this. But still, you do everything you can in order to survive, right?
1: you do
0: not just me i'm saying everyone don't just blame this on me well, i know i don't even know
1: that i guess i don't know that about you but in general <laughs> i would say people do yes
0: yeah thank you exactly all right well thank you for that horrific story appreciate it yeah you led with a bad story i mean it was a great story but it was sad but the guy with no legs no bottom half The man who will never need a belt. And then you ended it with the lady who will never be touched again. (laughs) Uh, That's it for the show. Make sure you follow him on all social media. It's at Pike Taylor radio. He's a great guy. Great dude. Uh, God knows what his Google searches say. I'm at sparks radio on all social media. Make sure you're following me. I'd uh, be happy to hear from you. If you got questions, if you ever want to chat, hit me up on Instagram. Send me a DM. That's basically where I'm at right now. We're gonna start answering some questions here on the uh, on the whole show because we're starting to get a lot more here in the in the DMs Pike, which is cool. So if you got some, let us let us know. And then if you liked this, if you enjoyed it, give us a thumbs up. All right, hit the thumbs up. We really do appreciate it. And if you can tell a friend, that's the coolest thing you could do. So tell a friend, send them this episode. It's episode 385. So send them the episode uh, if they think you'll get a if you think they'll get a kick out of the 4% rule. And if you have any questions, let me know. That's it for the show. Any uh, last things, Spike? Any last words? Nope. Not a
1: single leg.
0: Those over, motherfuckers. Now get out of here.